I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, listeners, let us light your candles, because, Mama, we're so hard to handle now. Yes, we are. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus, and meet the band. Jim's here. <laughs> Hello. Luke's here. The shit band. And Pete's right. here. A little bit rude. <laughs> I know, hey. Yeah. Right then, G- oh, G- Glenn Johnson. <laughs> Glenn Johnson. He scored a brave goal at the weekend, didn't he? He'd be, he'd be called up for England again now. Do you think? <laughs> yeah. He's been brave abject John. this season. John Glenson, why not? John Glenson. <laughs> um, big GJ. Uh, yeah, very braveness. Uh, uh, what about your favourite brave goal or brave moment or, or, or a brave happening from the world of football, Jim? Uh, well, I'm sorry to be so serious, right? Um, but I think one of the bravest decisions ever made in football was made by Justin Fashnu, um to tell the world he was gay. Oh, that's ruined my one. I was oh, behind yeah, the whole thing with a joke. Well, well you can still do that. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm going to have at the end next time. going to have to give <laughs> you the points, aren't I? Well, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so... <laughs> If you if you play dirty, Marcus, I will. <laughs> Not to disrespect the man's memory. To be um, fair, no, that yeah, that's that's a good answer. Well, 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 well it was, done. wasn't it? I mean, it must have been difficult enough being a black player in the eighties, let alone yeah. being gay as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it, and being brother with his brother as well. John Fashion, who recently said a couple of years ago he wasn't gay, he was just an attention seeker. Wow. Uh, pretty Did much, yeah, wow. absolutely staggering. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, his the end of his life was incredibly, incredibly tragic, and there's a lot of um, mm. questionable things that happened as well. But just uh, that. Decision must have been so difficult in the eighties, and obviously mm. it basically ruined his career and his life, didn't it? So yeah, it was brave. Well said, Jim. Yeah, well done, Jim. That's uh, yeah, a good start, Luke. I'm oh, glad I don't have to follow. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> go on. My answer. Don't think I'm not aware of what I've done. I yeah. Just want that on record. <laughs> My answer was going to be um, in the face of such difficulty and and showing such bravery in in recent recent days would mm. be uh, Massimo Cellino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the, 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 the dastardly figures, the shady figures in the corridors of power mm. at the Football Association have now just suddenly announced that the big man himself mm. isn't fit or proper to be a, the owner or director of a football club. And you know, yeah, who would have thought? I, I think he's shown great bravery amongst all this, That's and I'd like to applaud him personally and as a as a on behalf of the whole show. Yeah, I'm sure you're behind me on that. And and stick, you know, keep fighting the good fight, Massimo. Yeah, yeah. And um, fingers crossed for your future. You're not alone, man. Fourteen yeah. days to appeal. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, to be fair, the bravery to just ignore all those tax bills was, was yeah. pretty good as well. Isn't the official reason <laughs> that he didn't pay tax on his yacht? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah import tax. Yeah. But this this came up in March. You can float something to somewhere. I don't think you should have to pay import tax. Yeah. It's like I just floated there, Governor. 
<laughs> I just I just let it go and, and it that, just floated there. It's and got now, wheels. And now I'm floating away again. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Use the Ooh. existing law? Yes, I am. I do believe, officer, I've just floated outside your jurisdiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my blimp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Peter. Um, well, considering I did just ask you uh, while the theme tune to the football rabble was on what the opening question was, I'm going to go for that man that David Batty basically kicked in the face. Oh, yeah. In that football match, can't remember what match it was. Uh, it was certainly for England. I know mm. that, uh, but I don't know who it was. Same but it was against very... Tunisia. I think it might have been. I'm going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Why was he particularly brave? Because he went toe to toe with David Batty and got right. kicked in face the face. To toe. Yeah, I you think could... he just went up with a header and Batty happened to kick him. Yeah, I don't exactly. think that was anything I think that's brave. brave. I think to do because David Batty might dispatch a basketball kick at any moment. If you, if you, I, I, you by preparing, gone, he's known for them. He's known got, for them, isn't he? He's could have gone with John Terry on the old uh, Alex Song boot. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Which I think the League Cup. Sadly, I think Abidu Hobby might be more remembered for that than anything else in his career. Genuinely, certainly injured him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Terry got up eventually. Yeah, I think Terry was knocked out. Was he, he was. Yeah. He was yeah. momentarily. Blimey, that's where he got the first. Got the moniker England's brave John Terry, I believe. Yeah, um, Butcher Terry Butcher's blood. All in as well. Paul Ince as well. Anyone who's ever tried to lay hands on uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Yeah, or Ricky. Mm. Mm. Uh, Bert Troutman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't think he knew that no. at the time. Yeah. Oh, Jim's got the points. Bob, yeah. Bob Wilson did a similar thing to um, Bert Troutman. Did he? Which apparently, you know, he was cycling around every Premier League ground for a charity reason. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was, that was the home at the time. Yeah, that's right. It was mm. the home of FA. And he, um, his doctor like found an old... like. Like hairline fracture in his leg that he'd never been aware of. And he Ooh, sort of retraced his steps. He's like, oh, I remember, yeah, against Spurs. So he, he broke his leg and ne- like actually never knew. I've, I, I, I'm obviously not a doctor, but I, I believe that a lot of top athletes, when they get hairline fractures and very small fractures in their leg bones, because <coughs> their muscles are so strong, it's, it's actually reasonably common they can uh, not not know. Mm. Because yeah. their muscles just think, pick up the slack. The Dr. Luke says footballers have strong muscles. Yeah. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think, didn't that happen to Stuart Pearce famously at half-time? He wanted to play That's on. right, yeah, he wanted to run it off, didn't he, was, yeah. the, was the story. <laughs> I feel yeah, fine. I think there was a young Hibs player who, uh, in the last few seasons, he had a broken leg, but he wanted to play. Not like you've got a broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the long term here. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the long term. Yeah. Like yeah. Your leg could just split in half, mate. Let's look at any term. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yes, uh, Jim got the points there, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, and now we go to... Oh, uh, actually, staying on that um, Liverpool one very, very quickly, the Liverpool mm. match, obviously they won 1-0. Did you see the French... I think it was a French journalist asking Brendan Rodgers... He Rogers, was definitely French, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, he could look be, at the question. Well, could be Swiss-French. I think French French. I yeah, think okay. full French. <laughs> French French. Full I French. imagine he was on a bicycle with a black and white stripy top, onions around his neck, yeah. beret, the lot. Okay. French squared he was. <laughs> he, he was asked, kissing that bike. I asked Rogers whether the feeling was orgasmic when the goal went in. But Rod, Rogers' reaction to it was so funny. I've, I don't think I've seen a grown man look more like a teenage virgin ever in my life. He just seems <laughs> to completely collapse and go to bits. He seems so awkward. Yeah. I don't think he did, did he? I thought he was, I thought he was all right. I think no, he was you could tell it was playing on his mind. He was thinking about it, but he was just yeah. saying like something else. Yeah, just his media training's kicking yeah, in. Like, yeah. and it, you know, he's not really thinking about what he's saying. It's just pure muscle memory. And the whole time he's going, 
What did he just ask me? Like, <laughs> yeah, but in that, in the, in the, that, uh, it would have been the mix zone or, or in the very near the tunnel. Certainly, it, it's always it's so uh, formulaic yeah. the, the way it pans out. So to have a word like that thrown in from left field, willy nilly, willy nilly, William yeah. nilly, would, uh, <laughs> would take you by surprise. Um, uh, but let's go to to uh, more stuff in the Premier League. Well, did Manchester City take Southampton by surprise? Not really. They knew they were good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've worked it out. Mm. Pellegrini says they can retain the title after beating the Saints, and it was a very important win for Manchester City because obviously Chelsea dropped points. Yeah, so Southampton yeah, have, got, so have got a pretty good record at Manchester City at St Mary's as well. Yeah, and obviously they're playing well and, and all these other bits and pieces. So yeah, it was good. I thought that um, that Southampton actually deserve a bit of credit for for the way they approached the game when they went a goal down. Mm. Of course, if you're if you're a team who's genuinely got designs on being in that upper echelon of the Premier League when you are a goal down against a team of 10 men no matter who they are you've got to go for it and, and that's what they did and of course mm. they got picked off but it doesn't matter if they lost 3-0 when opposed to 1-0 yeah, yeah. because they had to go for it they had to try and get something out of the game mm. there's no point to taking a 1-0 defeat if like I say you want to you want to make an impression on the league table this season especially when that ta- that, that um, team in question you're playing has had a man sent off yeah and I think to a, to a degree though Southampton they will really rue their chances at nil-nil because Pella, in particular, had a, had a shot where oh, you would yeah. think he would have buried that normally. You wonder if playing against such a big team was playing on their minds a little bit because you would you would have back him to score there just nine times out of ten. Hart's moustache. Yeah, I think there was a bit of that involved, certainly. But I think it was one of those ones where he came over and I think he probably thought, oh, I'm going to kick the, the lumps out of somebody if I actually swing for this. I don't think mm. it, it was... It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a flowing shot, was it? No. He was, he was quite... Um, you got. You can't worry about that sort of stuff, though. You just got to put it in the back of the net. Absolutely, you got to do. Well, it wasn't a true strike. No, I that's what, exactly that, what yeah. I mean. I think it, he seemed to hesitate before he attempted to connect with it. Yeah. And normally, with a player in that sort of form, you wouldn't expect that. Refer- referee didn't have the best game. Oh, no, Aguero must have been gutted after that. He had a strange game, didn't he? He, just, did. he did everything right, but nothing came off for him apart from the assist right at the end. Well, he got fouled. Early on, oh god, yeah, and booked for not diving. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the first time he's ever been booked for diving as well. And he didn't dive. No, will that be rescinded? Are there rules on yellow? So I don't think you can. Yeah, no, no, you can't. As far as I know, you can't. Anyway, I, I, to be fair to, to Mike Jones, um, who was the referee, he got the sending off right. I mean, yes. Mangala should have gone. Yes. There's definitely mm. two yellows, and that was a correct decision. Mangala's struggling to, to mm. make an Im- impact. I think that's going to be City's main. I mean, no, he's making too many impacts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's making ones. impacts all over the place. Um, <laughs> City have seemed better off without him, even with ten men. Yeah. When, when Pellegrini <laughs> says that oh, they can defend the title, which I agree. I mean, technically they can. It's early in the season, of course, and, and six Chelsea, points off Chelsea. Chelsea dropped points at the weekend, though. Um, but what they need to do is really sort out a defender who is who accompanies company. Uh, which is actually quite satisfying to say. Yeah, um, they should call him that. Maybe that'll make him feel more comfortable. Yeah, company. Yeah, Vincent, a company. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Like a sidekick. But that would help him. That would just help other people. He needs help at the moment. He played well actually, but he's not really got someone next to. Him. Although when Dean McCarthy came on, he did do okay. But those, the, a combination of those two players between them aren't really playing that consistently. Mm. And of course, they need to get they need to improve or get their goalkeeper to improve. Uh, that's going to be the problem between them and the title, I think. Yeah, um, uh, Frankie Lampard, eh? Yeah. He's is he ever, ever going to leave? Is no. he ever going to leave that club? Well, there's talk of him staying till May now, isn't there? Um, Shocking, isn't it? Really? 
I mean, bearing in mind, he signed a contract. But then they're owned by the same people, aren't they? They are. The two teams. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that strong. Yeah. <laughs> so it, make, it makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? But it, would be, um, it would be quite poetic, in a way, if Chelsea did lose out, because Frankie Lampard... Um, <laughs> I don't think Chelsea fans were quite poetic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I'd, think, I'd have a word or two about Very it. Annoying, poetic yeah. would be one of them. And Lampard, the, the way he plays the game, and obviously he's not a, a starter for City normally... Yeah, he could play for City, whether or not he will go to America is, mm. remains to be seen. But he could play for another two seasons. Well, his aim is to play to 40, isn't it? Well, he, and he could do. I mean, it, you know, you look at the way Giggs changed his game, but Lampard hasn't had to change his game too much. Obviously, mm. a little bit deeper, but he's always played it at a nice pace. You know, you don't remember too many times where he's flat out sprinting, and he's not known for his pace, of course. But the way he drifts into the box, as we've it's seen. It's such a luxury times. to have when him bringing him on. Yeah. And all that sort yeah. of stuff. And he, the goal as well, right into the corner. Am I right in saying he's got just about the same amount of Premier League goals as Thierry Henry? He's a few behind, yeah. I think, from I think yeah. Lampard, yeah, he's got. I think he's over 160 Premier League goals, something yeah. like that. But isn't it a bit shocking that if you're buying a season ticket for his new club under the proviso that he's joining, and yeah. you know they've got that sort of ambition? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, and he just doesn't turn up until. Well, next David year. Villa's gone a bit funny. He mm. played, he was in Australia and he only played three or four games and then he's he's gone off and I th- yeah cheers lads that's, that's all I want <laughs> for the moment or something yeah. so there's, there's there's question marks there I, I mean with David Veer he's only what 32, 33 when he was a strange move anyway though, yeah I mean it? when yeah. he he leaves a club who have won the Spanish title and went to the Champions League final to, to take quite a big step down there's no disrespect you know we're talking about well, on paper, free. I mean, really. Well, no, anyway, it's a step down. Yeah, it's yeah. On paper, the second best team in Europe, if you like. Uh, you just wonder if it's too soon, really. Massively, uh, but I mean, you know, you don't know what's in his heart. Is it, uh, one, one big juicy contract. That I'm what's not in his Melbourne else. heart? Yeah. <laughs> eh? but also, also, I mean, it is genuinely must be a very exciting prospect to go out and live in another country like that. So maybe you're just at a stage where you won a lot of stuff, and mm. you can see sort of the end of your career is coming. So you l- at least want to have some good years out there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it'd be pretty appealing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's, true. that's very true. If we had to go and start doing the show in New York for a bit, well, I think we'd all be fine with that. Yes, I think we, we would, would be. Yeah, we would, definitely. Yeah. If anyone was listening, we would be. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then we'd take a loan, but then we'd just stop off at Manchester on the way for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so City are, are right back in it. Are right back in it. That's because Chelsea um, dropped points. What was the score again? Well, Marcus, okay. I think it was a nothing-nothing result. That's right. Exactly. A nothing, mm. nothing result. There mm. we go. What a treat. Diego Costa could have, should have been sent off well, for yeah. a kick out and then an elbow. He's got, he's got a bit of that in his uh, locker, as a, a rubbish <laughs> pundit would say. Yeah. He? he does it every week. Yeah. <laughs> Sharp elbows for a big man. Yeah, mm. absolutely. <laughs> it was John O'Shea, wasn't it? Was it John O'Shea? Mark Lawrenson said No, the elbow is worth brown The kick out thing Oh, that's right yeah, Sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. The fracas yeah. old, uh, <laughs> old, old Loro went talking about Sergio Aguero On the Sunday morning Or early afternoon Match of the day show I forget the name of it But Mark mm. Chapman hosts it Not a bad show, actually Football Focus, do you mean? No, on Sunday morning Sunday morning, OK uh, And Loro actually commented He said something like Sergio Aguero's got very muscly legs For a short man Right I like, well, hang on What? That's yeah. ridiculous Is that a yeah. match of the day extra? Is that what That's match of the day extra, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thought... Where they bring their C game Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go um, we, If anyone would know about bringing their C game We fucking would I know, exactly <laughs> Travis and Claire was good, just Laura making a silly comment there. Mm. Yeah. Um, what he does. But yeah, Diego Costa was lucky to stay on the pitch, methinks. Yeah. 
And some of them were unlucky not to get something out the game. Really? I know William hit the uh, William hit the uh, post from from range, mm. but Sunderland did okay. And, and Sunderland's record at home to Chelsea, I think. I think if they got beaten, by, I'm paraphrasing slightly, but I think I'm right in saying if they were beaten by Chelsea at home at the weekend, it would have been the worst ever run for a home team against a specific opposition. I wow. think it would have been ten defeats in the league in a row mm. at home, which I don't think anyone else has ever done. I'm is fairly it? certain Steve Bruce has done that against Man United. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. More yeah. on that in a minute. Yeah. Uh, they did beat them in the League Cup, I think. Yeah, but it's just in the league. Yeah, it's in but the it's league. just like it, I, I think that the, it was almost like. Um, that's how you should play Chelsea. Defend, 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 and hope you're going to get something on the board. <laughs> well, Lee Catamore did that sort of firefighting job that we've seen him do so well mm. on, on occasion. Yeah. He was excellent, especially in the first half. Lee Catamore has been consistently quite good when a lot of his um, his core players has uh, kind of let him down a lot. I think Lee Catamore played amazingly this week. Yeah. yeah. I th- well, um, in uh, Jamie Redknapp's article, I'm sure you'll read. Uh, he was saying that Catamol, he put his statistics up there with, with some of the top players in Europe in, in similar positions. And Catamol's stats do stand I, up. I mean, uh, clearly he's not. And uh, Yedinak. Yedinak's another one. Yedinak's he's another right good player. up yeah. there. Yeah. You know, you, you, it's surprising that Catamol hasn't had a shout for England. We've said this before. Yeah. Because yeah. in that specific position, England don't have much. No. Yeah, but I mean, you wonder if um, Hodgson actually wants someone in that specific position. Does he want someone doing more than uh, just that sort of that job of breaking? Well, out clearly, the play? yeah. I Maybe so. that's why. I mean, I, not that I'm, I'm saying that's right. I think it's unfair. I think he deserves a shot. I mean, I but... think you, you get a situation with England, which has been the case for a while, which is that if he doesn't play, if he plays for a certain club, he's not really going to get a look in. Yeah. Simple as that, really. Similar as that, Pete. Mm. But I mean, I... like, the, the, sorry to cut in there, Pete, but if like, I was just saying, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stop r- cutting in. Realistically. <laughs> If you're the manager of England, surely what you want is is experience of someone absolutely like kicking for their life in the middle of the park, like <laughs> desperately trying to put out fires left, right, and centre. Well, yeah. That's a more realistic idea of what we fucking we've, need. We've all got a chance. Then. And if you want a slower version of Lee Catamol, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, very muscly legs for a tall man. Luke no, Moore. It's, that's, it's, not, that's not true. It's one of the things where it's like I, 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 when Poyet came in, I genuinely thought like Lee Catamol was out, and I think he thought that to a certain extent. But he's uh, he, he's really done a, a fantastic job for. Because you can imagine mm. him not being Poyer's cup of tea, really. But it mm. turns out he likes the lap sang occasionally. <laughs> Poyer. Indeed, Peter. Um, Sorry, <laughs> builder's tea. And he'd, he'd normally like lap sang. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm what with are you your talking brother. about? I don't know. Yeah. Let him talk. Various not, teas. Not very well. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. QBR beat Leicester 3 2. That was yeah. a game of the that weekend. Was a cracker, wasn't it? Wasn't there something like 5,000 attempts on goal I in think that game? There were 5,004. I think there were 51 shots. <laughs> Come on. That's hey. brilliant. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. That's what you want, isn't it? That was the Absolutely. one that's. Um, and it's a small ground. The ball must have gone out of the stadium at some point. <laughs> that's what Chris Kamara was commenting on it. was on um, Soccer Saturday. Was he? Yeah, he was going, I, I, I don't know what's happening. Uh, again. <laughs> he's gone because there was so much stuff happening. Chris, that is endearing, but you can't do it every week. <laughs> <laughs> don't give him that job. Like, if, if it looks, in five minutes in, if it looks like a game that's going to get a bit tasty and a bit busy, just send him home. Just get someone else. <laughs> Chris, is it's a, it's a uh, subscription service, mate. We can't, I mean, we can't take the absolute piss. Your people are just going to stop paying you. Chris, the very it... least you can do is try and attempt to know what is happening. <laughs> it's not on freeview anymore, Chris. Yeah. The goal's gone in at Loftus Road, Chris. Oh, I must have missed that. Yeah. No, you didn't. He actually sells T-shirts for that, on it? Does he? I must have missed that, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A man yeah. revelling in being bad at his job. <laughs> he's normally good, though. Mm. I like Chris Kamara. I find him endearing. I think yeah. he's a, he's, a, he's got a bit of a history of Portsmouth as well. And when he used to cover Pompey games, when he was um, well, that was the sending off of Portsmouth. Indeed, when he used to cover Pompey games when they're in the Premier League, he used to climb up to that old school gantry. He had to go up a massive mm. ladder, 
and everyone were giving it, giving him uh, pelters, going, hey, come <laughs> he's, in, yeah. he's in great nick for like a 50-odd-year-old. Yeah, he looks fantastic. People forget he used to be a manager as well. Mm. Yeah. Manager Bradford? Bradford. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He did all right there. I'd, I'd like to see him it. back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going back to the QPR Leicester game. If we um, have to. Wes Morgan's own goal was hapless. Oh, yeah. Wasn't it? He went to swing it with one foot, hit his other shin, and went in. Mm, not ideal. No. Schlup <laughs> with a nice one. Yeah, Lovely and Cambiasso's um, knockdown for that in yeah. the build up to it was beautiful as well. That, that little extra bit of class really does show, doesn't Cambiasso's it? Cambiasso's goal was nice as well. Yeah. Took it well. It was. It, I mean, it's funny with, with Leicester, they started so well yeah. when they had such a, such a tough run at the start. And they put five past Man United not even long ago. And they haven't mm. won since. God, that was, 20, that was 21st but September. How often does that happen when a, a, a team get a big result? One of the, the, the smaller sides get a big result. And then, for whatever reason, they, they tail off. We just, All right, yeah. we've got our memories now. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or it just piles on extra pressure. For them yeah. to go, oh, I didn't know we were this good. And they've yeah. got, to, got to live up to something in, unrealistic. In I mean, moment. the great example is, is Phil Brown's Hull, of course. Yeah. We'll be fine now. Yeah, they won that one game in the last six months or so. Yeah. Yeah. Had a sing-song on the final day, though, didn't they? <laughs> As we often mention. More on Phil Brown later. He might or he might not pop up in the highlights of the week. I, he, he, yeah. will, he will. Right, well, let's scrap all this rubbish <laughs> and go straight, straight there, yeah. shall we? Um, uh, no, we shan't, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Austin with a very scrappy winner. He doesn't yeah. care, as long as he gets them in. It Proper bit, football! It was a bit of a weekend for sticking your head in there, wasn't it? It was. It was. That's what he did. <laughs> It put proper football, Pete, wasn't it? It really had... Uh, an English goal. It was an English goal by an English man. Bluster. Give me examples of how you've stuck your head in there this week, guys. I, I went to the dentist today, so by definition I've stuck my head in there. Mm. I, Surely um, someone stuck something into your head. That's true, <laughs> yeah, OK, yeah. I delivered a baby elephant <laughs> Did at the zoo last With week. With your head? Yeah. <laughs> head in there. Actually, you used to work at the zoo. Did you ever... Were you no, ever I was not allowed to deliver <laughs> elephant. Bearing in mind how endangered that, that animal is. Yeah, we'll just let Pete do it. Can you pull it... <laughs> Can you pull a small elephant out of a bigger elephant for us? Yeah, well, fine. That might be Can that be that hard, though? I've owned Russian dolls Even before. small elephants are massive compared to, you know, to the scale of most animals that your eye would be allowed to, to deliver. Be... I wouldn't put it past you. Um, I actually went to an evening with Chris Packham on Tuesday night. Anyway, anyway um, Thursday night. It's been lovely. Thursday um, night. And, uh, Which one's Chris Packham? Oh, come on. Come on. From come on the now. really wild show. Oh, Brit- right, okay. Britain's premier naturalist. Yeah. Well, he Apart be. from the guy who died with his, uh, got his finger chewed off. Terry Nutkins. Oh, Terry Nutkins. Yeah, well, Nutkins has did he passed die? on now, he hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he Packham's yeah. right up there. Sorry, yeah, no, I know Chris Packham. David Attenborough's still knocking about. All I was going to say was just on the elephant thing is I found out through the evening with Chris Packham that um, pandas are the most expensive animal individually to keep in captivity. Uh, five times more expensive than the next most expensive animal, which is an elephant. Harry Red. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, but, but the elephant thing is just space, surely, isn't it? Space and... I think there are varying factors, mate. What do they eat? Chewits? I think I've seen an advert where he eats some chewits. That yeah, that's why you're not in the elephant thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Although he's the only one of us who's ever been a zookeeper. So you stood there with your hands in your pockets. You were a zookeeper. Stop ruining this for me. Is it chewits? Should we give him chewits? Pete delivered the elephant. Pete delivers a baby elephant. It goes over to the vet. Yeah, I'll deliver the elephant. No problem. How's the elephant doing? It's Fine, yeah, just give us some chew it. You've done what? Yeah. Is your pro- it's asleep now. <laughs> hey, it's really, is really your asleep. Out? Hey, lads, how does an elephant ask for a bun? Can I have a bun, please? <laughs> not Pete's really using an his arm as a trunk. Not an audio um, feature. Not an audio feature. Rest of this elephant uh, in a shot. Anyway, QPR fans should get used to this type of um, <laughs> yeah, disdain. Because Redknapp can, can genuinely not set up a team to defend. So that's why their away record is so bad. But, of course, they, get, they got the result, and that's the main thing. Uh, QPR's record at home isn't too bad. Not too shabby. Leicester are bottom. Mm. Yes. It's a shame, isn't it? We, they started so well, as we've already touched on, we all wanted them to do well, because they're just very likeable. But um, You worked at Leicester City as well, Pete. 
Yeah, what, was a, what was it? Double disappointing for me. Yeah, I didn't. Be. I didn't never worked yeah. at that ground though. I worked oh, at Philbert Street Philbert only. Street, did Philbert you? Street only. Show your age. I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> if you're going to move, <laughs> yeah. this is where pork gets dispensed. Did yeah. you just then walk us off? <laughs> oh, God. Manchester United. Yes. They beat Hull 3 0. <laughs> Old Trafford always likes seeing Steve Bruce on the opposition bench. Mm. Roll over, Steve. has been generous to them. Yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle, tickle. We'll give you a belly rub. Yeah. Your 700th game in charge. What don't you, you mark it with a defeat? <laughs> a comprehensive defeat. <laughs> don't forget where you came from, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> this is my. We um, can make this all go away. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the, the little, uh, little uh, meeting with uh, Louis van Gaal beforehand? Uh, this is my 700th uh, game as a manager. I'm really. I'm going to stop you there, Steve. <laughs> you know what you're going to do? Well, get out there and do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got a man wait. I, th- I swear they've got like a man waiting at his like his picture in the Manchester United Museum or something. So we'll smash it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We will we smash can it make up. it go yeah. away. What, what are you going to rely on your England reputation? Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve Bruce saying. Um, the thing is, we're not going to get judged on the on our performances against Man United. It's a good fucking job, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, you'd be fired instantly. <laughs> Although, I mean, at any point, anyone could just decide to judge him on his Manchester United <laughs> yeah. performances. Be because trouble. you've still got to put them in, haven't you? Yeah. I mean, if anything, Manchester United's performances in the last two seasons have proved that they're not the team they used to be, and, and Steve Bruce still rolls over and has belly tickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, getting harder and harder to justify, Steve. The Brucey belly tickle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Brucey belly that's it, isn't it? When Man United look at their fixtures, whoever Bruce is in charge of doesn't have a team name, yeah. just says Brucey bonus. It's a, yeah, <laughs> a six-pointer every time. What about when they, when they publish the um, fixtures at the before the start of the season they publish a league table just in alphabetical order mm. they should just have like uh, every, all the big teams with like six points <laughs> Steve Bruce like, their own minus, minus, six. minus goal difference minus, however minus six you don't Oi. get points taken away from oh, losing on, I'm confused now <laughs> Oi, Bruce has done a good job at Hull so leave off alright um, <laughs> well he should be professional and have a crack at his ex-team no Pete it's alright I've said everything I want to say so it's fine <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, my goodness, yeah. Chris Smalling even scored. Well, good for Van Persie to get a goal, of course. Good for and, and a lovely goal it was. It was lovely, broke it? the net, didn't it? May and I are creeping up there. Absolutely creeping They'll up there. They'll finish in the top four, I'm telling you. Mm. Yeah. It's, the fir- it's the first time that Rooney and Van Persie have combined for a goal in, like, a year, apparently. Was that right? Rooney's goal was very good time. as well. It was very calm. The, the great thing about it was... It, he just had that look like I've scored this goal a thousand times before at Old Trafford. That's, a, that's a, you know when a player's really really put the time in at a club and are just so comfortable on their home ground. He's in good form at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But they, they're fourth, eleven points off the top. Mm. And uh, Steve Bruce brought Ben Arthur off after half an hour. Mm. <laughs> I mean that was always going to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> he took him off after half an hour. Half an hour. Give him the hook. I didn't see that. Did he replace him with anyone, or is this just part of the Brucey bonus like <laughs> yeah. package? He just, he just, I just, you're not doing anything. You replaced him with Mangala. <laughs> we're, in danger, we're in danger of getting a point. We'll take a player off. <laughs> 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 Who looks likely to be our most creative outlet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kill that. Put a bullet in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, West Ham beat Newcastle 1-0 our very own Pete Donaldson was there I did spent 53 quid to stand up briefly and clap <laughs> for West Ham I'm telling you because I, I was in the West Ham fans I reckon Pardew's thinking yeah let's make this six in a row looks up in the crowd sees your mug and goes nah, nah. <laughs> nah. let's give me old team the win today yeah. Marcus Speller yeah. Pardew out <laughs> Pardew out Oi, round of did all the Newcastle fans give him a round of applause when they lost because obviously at the end of the run in the same way oh, Jose right. Mourinho said when his, his Chelsea uh, home record goes, he said, you know, well, I'll have a glass of wine or something and celebrate that. Did they? Was that, that, is, that is never was a jubilant happen. mood in the Newcastle end after <laughs> that? That's never going to happen. No? <laughs> Oh dear! So you can, you it was can... it was the, one of the worst uh, games of football I'd seen live, I think, and that's up 
with Venfret Corfu against Corby in um, Japan. Like, just terrible. Just what about terrible. Hertha Berlin against Hanover 96? Uh, that, uh, to be fair, <laughs> that, that was that my bad. At least we saw a couple of goals. At least we saw <laughs> yeah, two okay. goals there. You Jesus. saw Andy Carroll? Saw Andy Carroll. Put he got none of the match. Did he? He, was, he was not that good. <laughs> Aaron Cresswell took his goal well. He's a good player. Yeah. yeah. I thought he did you as well. doing so well this time. Sorry. You know you yes. touched on Jose Mourinho's home record. Mm. It's already gone, isn't it? No, no, but you, I'm saying... Was, I think it was Sunderland to beat him, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah. No, but I'm saying Danny he... Welbeck score when he was on loan there? Possibly. I know no, that. no, no, no. This That's was last, at the end of last season. Yeah. Connor Wickham scored, I think. Mm. Right. Uh, no, I was saying that uh, uh, he said at the time when his home record Oh, he's got a glass go. of wine just to say... Oh, yeah, as if to say... It's a bit like that... Don't be sad because it's over. Smile because it happened. Exactly. It was like that... Was it... Niels Lildholm, the, the Swedish player who played for AC Milan, we did a profile on him, him and yeah. Gunnar Nordell and yeah. the other chap, I forget. But apparently he, he, he was a midfield general and he made so many passes. And there's a, oh, it, Niels Lidholm, you mean? Niels Lidholm. Yeah. It must be a myth when he, apparently when he gave the ball away after like two years or something, the whole, <laughs> the whole stadium stood up and applauded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such bollocks. No, but it's a lovely one. Can you, can you imagine if that happened when Roy Keane was on the field? Reported <laughs> that as fact in the Demon of the Fans. Don't <laughs> really? undermine it, <laughs> What So what I'm saying is... So it, it, that's why I was asking Pete. In fitting with all of that, did the Newcastle fans applaud Pardew? Have the fans shown a bit of class? <laughs> no, no. They were more. They were more obsessed with the fact that at one point um, a, a bloke um, uh, was ill in the West Ham end and he got carried off. And then they did a big announcement about um, Mr. Moon is in the building, meaning there's an ambulance on the way. Oh, right. And everyone was going, "Who the fuck is Mr. Moon?" <laughs> oh, and that was, that was for the next five it's, minutes. It's insensitive. <laughs> that was, yeah. Let's hope he's all right. Yeah. 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 I don't. Think, I don't think they really saw. It. I didn't see it happen because it was my side of the field. But it was. Oh, it was just. Horrible. Horrible! It's terrible. I have gone to West Ham. It's miles away from anywhere. And you can't get home. You always go though. Yeah, right? <sighs> you, you're choosing like you to go do that. Uh, not like you have to go. Fifty-three quid. That's a bit two, two quid possums again. Pack, little Messiah has let you down. You've complained <laughs> about going. You've complained about the price, but you've still gone yeah. and paid. You complain about your own team <laughs> yeah. and seem to hate it when they win. Now you don't like it when they lose. Yeah. It was nice to see um, the lads that I know from Newcastle because like, they were in the away end, and, but they wouldn't let because there was trouble before the in in Germany at pre-season between West Ham and Newcastle. It was like Romeo and Juliet. They wouldn't let me near the Newcastle fans because I was in the home bit, and after the game they wouldn't oh, let me. Home, we were separated. Oh my goodness, yeah. Peter. The it, plot thickens. It, mm. it wasn't like Romeo and Juliet. It no, wasn't like Romeo no. and Juliet. <laughs> um, I watched... Apart I, from that, it was a horrible tragedy by the end of it. <laughs> I couldn't want Newcastle to win that game more. No. I really, yeah. I look at I was like, oh no, just to spite Pete Donaldson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but good win for West Ham. They're enjoying a, they're enjoying a nice yeah, start this season. Uh, this is the best start. I think it's the best ever Premier League start already, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, I'm not sure about that, but what's happened is, remember a month or two ago, we were talking about how Dice is going to um, incorporate Carroll and Nolan and that back into the mm, team, yeah. and Carlton Carl and stuff, but of course he's actually not really had that much choice because they've well, they got quite mm. a lot of injuries. Well, Carroll got man of the match, so yeah. vindicated. Yeah, he's pulled Newcastle to bits. Sizoko <laughs> <laughs> was sent off for two bookables. Mm. Yeah, I think he's went a bit mad. He did, didn't he? Um, Andy Carroll was explaining to Mike Williamson I noticed what what had transpired? There was a lot of gesticulating about. Yeah, this just stamped on me. <laughs> yeah, but Suzuko, the way he was running around after that second, uh, the first yellow, and he had that vibe where you think the managers should take him off because otherwise, yeah, yeah. You, you know it's going to happen. Yeah, but he's he's been one of our best players in the last five matches. He's just been, since the movement in the middle, he's been absolutely brilliant. But playing play like goof front. Ugh. Is he going to be made Sammy, into a little pariah as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why you know no goals, no yeah, because Sammy didn't play very well. They've let the manager down. They have. They have. Mm. Mm. He's doing his best, much like some of the fans, maybe. Yeah. Have, have a word with yourself. <laughs> have a word with yourself. Oh, you're pushing him too far now. All right, fair enough. <laughs> 
Fair enough. Only joking, everybody. You're poking the panda. Oh, I'll my flip goodness. out. They're very expensive to keep pandas. <laughs> they are. Mm. That's what I want to get my money's worth, poking it. Uh, Burnley <laughs> well, one. what's happened is all their... Oh, all their, okay. all their um, I was about to move on there. Well, <laughs> all their natural environment's been lost <laughs> oh, to, to, to development, so they've been moved up, moved up into the highlands rather than the lowlands, and yeah. they're not having the right top of bamboo. It's very difficult for yeah, them. Very what are you difficult. talking about? Sammy Abbey Hoppy He's talking about West Ham. Mm. It's been pushed out of London. Mm. It's difficult to get to. Uh, Burnley won, Aston Villa won. Joe Cole with a rare <laughs> Can we not talk mm. about this game? It looked absolutely shit. <laughs> Burnley got another point, though. Nice to sandy ball bag. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> I think that's it, though, isn't it? That's all we need. Joe to. Cole scored a goal. Oh, I'll tell you what we can talk <laughs> about. Cristiano Ronaldo didn't score, and Joe Cole did on a weekend. Yeah, that's not often you can <laughs> say Right. Yeah, exactly. What, are we doing a round of applause now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing we can say is that Roy King's done one. Yeah, he has. Well, that's... Yeah. There you go. So focus on the Republic of Ireland job, of which I haven't got a game until next March. Well, mm. he did say he also wants to spend more time with his family, which I'm sure is absolutely terrifying for them. Um, but, <laughs> oh, God. But apparently, when, when he it was announced that he was going to leave, mm. um, the Villa fans, like... Or the Villa players, like... I think they had a round of applause at the training session, so goes the report. I mean, oh, right. obviously, Keane was furious at them constantly for not trying hard Are you enough. sure, Jim? But... Because the report said that Keane had a training ground bust-up just before the announcement. Yeah, oh, absolutely, but they were happy. What, uh, what he's saying is they yeah. were happy he's gone. They were delighted he was gone, oh, and they were, they were shy in expressing that. Oh, God, no, no. Which would be even the better, opposite. actually, taking yeah, the yeah. piss. And can I just say, for your own safety, Jim, I've read Roy Keane's little biography, he's a dedicated family man, so I'm, I'm sure his family are very pleased to have him around. Yeah, <laughs> all right, yeah, just covering yourself so that we don't all bear the brunt of it. <laughs> yeah, correct. I'll, I'll take it on the chin. Yeah, apparently Keane and wasn't... if I mysteriously am not on the show next week, you know why. <laughs> apparently Keane wasn't happy with the lack of intensity in training. He never is, though, is he? No. I mean, is there uh, anything that lives up to his levels of intensity? In life, I, mean, I imagine he cracks his mirrors when he stares into them. If there's one thing, he's a world leader in its intensity. Yeah. <laughs> they should have taken him out of Camp Bastion when it was there. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is rubbish. Yeah. Um, uh, Danny Ings, though, he scored. Mm, Ings. She did. Oh, I could have had another. Could have won it for the yeah, Burnley. Hit the post late on. He's in reasonable form, and I think when they get Sam Vokes back, it might give him a fighting chance, especially given it's that... It's a real I'm... shame, isn't it, they haven't been able to play together. Well, not not all three t- promoted teams have been relegated very often from the Premier League straight away. It doesn't happen yeah. that often. Far less than you think. Mm. Um, so they've got a chance. They've got a chance. Mm. Let's go to the chance. Let's go to the Championship, where uh, it's all kicking off. Uh, Bournemouth to Mill to. Oh, if Bournemouth hadn't have lost that second goal uh, towards the end, they'd be top or joint mm. top with Derby. I think um, they're fourth on the same points as Middlesbrough. Imagine that. They're doing great. I mean, Eddie Howe's one of the best young managers in the country, if not the best young manager. Well, they have to. Uh, um, Improve their ground if they go up. Well, there's talk that if Brentford go up, they're going to have to do some sort of ground share. I'm not sure about Bournemouth. I haven't, I haven't checked okay. that. But it's, I imagine it's possible, yeah. But it would be quite odd. I mean, obviously, QPR have got a small ground in Premier League terms, but they've been in the top flight a number of times yeah, before, indeed, so it's yeah. not too, too odd to see. I'm obviously, in, is it Ibar in, in La Liga? The, the side, forgive me if the pronunciation's poor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously, uh, only 5,000 their stadium holds something like that. That's incredible. Yeah, That's really almost, they're almost blocked from being promoted, weren't they? Mm. But it would be it would be quite something to see uh, a Bournemouth or Bournemouth Brentford. 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 That'd be amazing. It yeah. would be, Maybe they it? could do like a Wembley ground share. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Be a bit. Remember when Arsenal started playing some games at Wembley? I, think I try not to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bournemouth can uh, pop along Southampton or Portsmouth. I'm sure, they, n- neither would mind. Yeah, that. <laughs> you think I'm sure they... Park is Premier League standard. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Mind. No, I'm sure Bournemouth's all right. <laughs> nice place. Um, Ipswich, they beat Charlton 1 0 away. Big Mick McCarthy's men right up there. He's only spent something like 100,000 in this season or. Uh, you know, in, in recent times, I mean, he's hardly spent any money at all. An Ipswich fan, a friend of mine's an Ipswich fan, and he said, "This is above and beyond anything that we hoped for." Yeah, um, uh, they really did not expect that. So, uh, 
you know, post Roy Keane, they're doing pretty well. Indeed. That often tends to be a <laughs> bit of a narrative, up, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, the aforementioned Brentford, they beat Wolves 4 0, so they're fantastic. Yeah, I've, been so, I've been so impressed with their manager, Mark Warburton. He's, yeah. he's a really good manager. He looks, he looks like he's doing the business. Also, um, man of the people as well. They're forward. He's that. very close to the fans, Warburton. He certainly was last season when they went up. Well, I, I, I was doing a bit of research around him and I found this on his uh, Wikipedia page. Not sure anyone's uh, that aware of this. He, he, was, uh, he used to be a tradesman, right? And he was coaching part time for a school in That's Watford. right, yeah. And he said, apparently he just said to his wife one day, we've got money in the bank, the house is paid for, our lifestyle's not going to change, I want to do this, give me 10 years to achieve something in the game, it's now or never. That's and brilliant. And he just jacked his job in wow. and worked his way up through the Watford Academy. I think he might have been one of the founders of the, of the, of the really well-celebrated now Watford Academy. Mm. Mm. Uh, of course, then became like sport and direct here and there. But he also travelled around his own money about 10 years ago when he did that, said that to his wife. Mm. And he, um, he just... Essentially, was just watching coaching sessions of scouting at uh, Sporting Lisbon, Ajax, Valencia, Barcelona, and Willem Twey uh, in Holland. Um, and he got a permit job at Watford and worked his way up, and it's gone from there. And he was, I think, he was a coach and then sporting director under Uwe Rossel at Brentford. And then when Uwe Rossel moved on to Wigan, he wanted to take Warburton with him, but Warburton said no, went for the job and got it. And he obviously got them promoted last season, and now they're doing really well. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's obviously Driven. a really good football guy, and, and and he's put a good team together there. And they've had some real showcase results. I mean, Brentford are on a really good run at the moment. I'm not sure if you remember, a few weeks ago they beat Derby, and then they, then they went and beat Forest and broke... Um, it might have been the game that broke Forest's run, actually, and, and set them off set them off and down, yeah. down no, the they spout. Beat, they, they won their uh, local Derby against Fulham as well. Indeed, so they're doing really well. Yeah, well done, Brentford. Yeah, good for them. Go on the bees. Uh, Birmingham beat Forest two one. Strange happenings in this one. British Sombolonga equalised towards the end of the match, and then Birmingham went up the other end of the park, and and Sombolonga handled the ball on the on his own goal line, trying to clear the ball. The referee in the lines. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. And didn't see it. 
but the fourth official gave the penalty. Now, yeah. it sort of begs the question, did he see a replay? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, unless he was having an out-of-body experience, <laughs> how on earth could he possibly well, have yeah. seen that? Because even from the TV, you, you have to see it on the replay a few times to definitely know. Well, apparently this is the first time, I think, perhaps, dare I suggest, in English football... Um, alone and maybe wider that the fourth official's given a decision like that I mean that seems very very strange but wasn't the fourth official responsible for sending Zidane off in the World Cup final uh, officially no yeah but they, I think that did happen well yeah I mean if you watch the footage back yeah. of, of Zidane being sent off in, in the 2006 World Cup final uh, it takes an awful long time for the incident which nobody saw yeah. but how would he have seen how would he have seen the, um, the, the replay in this, in this incident well, they have cameras in the dugout I think they have cameras around. They have video screens around. Right. Okay. I'm not sure. I didn't know they had them at Championship level, though. I didn't know that. Well, I don't know. This is this well, is what makes it. Well, this is what makes it odd, doesn't it? But presumably, but once a team's been in the Premier League, you don't. They, the Premier League don't then come along and rip all that out. No, I, 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 yeah, works, I mean, but... I guess if the game is on live or whatever. Uh, the, the thing is that um, the if the fourth official gives a decision, I don't see a problem with that per se because he's still an official on the day. Yeah. Still, I mean, like that Mike Jones. Um, at Mike Jones' performance at Southampton Man City, the fourth official was filled out. He's a good referee. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's no reason he can't give a decision. But, <laughs> no, but, but the point of what you, you said is it's true. That obviously he's obviously quite far away from the goal line. So And, and you're right on what you're saying about the decision because it, it was a tough one to call anyway. So it, it does seem a bit strange. It, and, and especially that type of match. I mean, it's not uh, you know the two teams top of the league or anything. I mean, the World Cup final... You know, it, it, with that kind of incident, which obviously the, the whole world will see... Um, FIFA couldn't afford for that not to be picked up, and as I say, from from when Zidane is sent off, it's a long uh, sorry when the incident happens, it's a long time to when he gets sent yeah. off. And Buffon actually looks at the referee and he's, and he's pointing at his eye and pointing at the referee and pointing around, saying someone has seen what's happened there. Mm. And, yeah. and obviously he goes and well, make your own decisions. Uh, well, where would Forrest, there. Where, where would Forrest be without a somber longest goal this season? By the way, yeah, yeah. In real trouble. Well, well it, that, that's kind of why the, the bad run started because he was injured, wasn't it? Well, now he's going to miss um, you know games because he's been sent off there. Yeah. Mm. Indeed. Oh dear. Oh dear. dear, oh dear. We're looking oh dear. forward to we're talking about Forrest in March. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so what about Darren Bent scoring for Brighton? He went on an emergency loan. One month yeah. emergency loan to Brighton. Now they've, they've loaned out Craig McCall-Smith back to Peterborough, I think. Yeah, they're having a ter terrible time. They yeah, are. Brighton's problem is that they have consistently gone through a situation <laughs> where they've lost either their manager or their best player, mm. or both, every summer. Yeah. And so it's really difficult for them to rebuild. I mean, they lost to Joa, of course. Um, they've lost one or two players to, to Sunderland when, when Poyet went. They lost Poyet and they lost um, the, the guy who came Garcia. out. Garcia. And Upson uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but apparently Upson used to pretty much... Well, well Upson was their player of the season. I but also, Upson I think was, he was very important in the dressing room. Garcia yeah. was quite hands-off. Mm. He was very much like... You know, put the team on the board and went right. Get on with it, and the players themselves galvanised mm. it. Right. Okay. And Upson, I think, was one of those 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 key guys to do that. And yeah. and really important on the pitch for them as well. Even mm. he was he was doing really well at that level. And and well, my overall point is they lose, they've lost key personnel at regular intervals. It mm. seems to be every summer, so it's obviously going to take its toll at some point. Yeah, which is a shame for them because they've got a great setup down there. They've got a good stadium. Yeah. They've got a decent motivated fan base. It looks like quite a nice place to play um, if you're a player. Um, so it's a shame for them, but I mean, it's not. It's not all over yet. Of course, early in the season still. Early and Darren Bent, Darren Bent's a great move for Darren yeah. Bent. It's a great move for Brighton because Darren Bent um, needs to play and he needs to get in that groove again. Yeah. Um, I've actually met Darren Bent, interviewed him. He's quite a quiet, sort of, almost not awkward, but like a, a 
quite introverted character. Not at all what I expected him to be like. And I think maybe he's maybe a bit of a confidence player and he needs to get yeah. get get on on the pitch and, and start scoring again. It's been be a shame fine. to see him sidelined because he he was fairly prolific for a it's consistent for amount of time. Yeah, mm. absolutely. And he's he's a very very good goal scorer on his day. So it, I mean, as you say, he's perfect for that level. I hope that he can really kick on there because Brighton need it and he needs it. Definitely. And I hope he stays there for longer as well. It's just it's madness him just sitting on the bench at Villa, Definitely. celebrated against his old team as well. That's what we like to see, Pete. Yes, we do. That's what we like to see. A uh, little update on Alan Kirbishley. He won't be joining, rejoining Fulham after all. Uh, why not? Can't be bothered. Couldn't uh, couldn't figure out, the, couldn't work out the monies. Oh, I don't okay, think, something enough. like that. I mean, you're doing nothing, Alan. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Get an accountant. <laughs> nothing else on. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that was my emotional plea on behalf of Fulham fans. Yeah. I presume they want him. They don't. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, there we are. Fulham did win, though. Mm. Kit Simmons having a good effect on the club mm. or Felix McGat not being there having a good effect <laughs> on the club as we've said before uh, let's go to La Liga oh dear uh, terrible events before Atletico Madrid and Deportivo mm. absolutely horrific the Deportivo fan lost his life after violent clashes oh, horrendous stuff it is absolutely awful what happened like yeah. really what are, what are they going to do about that it's just yeah Seemed to be dealt really dealt with really badly as well. I mean, it was obviously an organised uh, clash between certain rival fans. Mm. Um, the organisation in terms of their clubs was dreadful. No one, no one really knew what had happened. They didn't know whether to postpone the game or not. No one knew whether someone had lost their life or was just injured. I've read uh, Sid Lowe did a really informative column on the, on, on the Guardian website, which I recommend if you're interested, um, which sums up the events quite well. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those games where <clears throat> the football just pales into insignificance yeah. because of what's happened. Yeah. See, the, the most organised part of it was the fight itself. Yeah, you know? exactly. Just, yeah. Uh, and yeah. everything else which went to shit after it exactly. yeah really horrible um, uh, yeah Atleti did win 2-0 so I mean it seems pretty pointless to say but but they're near the, the, the top of the league but their uh, city rivals Real Madrid beat Malaga 2-1 their 16th consecutive win is that a record yeah. Real Madrid Mourinho's record or something like that Mourinho it, yeah. Mourinho's team in 2011 uh, uh, 15 wins and then Miguel Munez um, 1961 they had the, the, the fifteen wins in a, a row. Big gap so, then. so who have they got next? Who have they got? I don't. I don't know who they got next. But uh, but Ancelotti's men, sixteen wins. So yeah, mm. they've got the record. Ancelotti's having a great time. He, well, he's a brilliant manager, isn't Gets he? Gets the tenth uh, European Champions League. Yeah, win and then he had, a, he had a great season at PSG. The one, the one year he was there, it's madness to think he was sacked by Chelsea. He's mm. a really, he's a, he's a really, really underrated manager, yeah. actually. Which, which is ridiculous. Which is a strange much. thing to say. He is, though, isn't he? Considering that he's won the Champions League with Milan, uh, Real Madrid, and obviously was at PSG. But I know what you mean when people talk about the big managers in Europe. Obviously, Mourinho and Guardiola are mentioned. People would probably mention Klopp before they mention Angelo, despite yeah. Dortmund being well, bottom. Ancelotti's won it three times as well. Yeah, won it twice at Milan. But, but I think Ancelotti was kind of in that kind of succession of grey, overweight men who just took the job. It seemed yeah. to be like at the same, like I know one what you after mean. the other, and it's just kind of like they. I think they all get um, clumped together. He won the double True. at Chelsea, didn't he? He yeah. did win the double. I think. I think Ancelotti. Well, is... there's a fair point, though, Pete. No, you, the, the, well, your point is they were going through so many managers. Yeah, so, yeah. so I understand that. But 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 the, the point I was going to want to make was I'll go further than that and say he's probably he probably is one of the greatest managers of all time. He'll be up there. Ancelotti. Well, he will. I mean, he's got Certainly of recent years. Tell me how many three other Champions managers leagues. How many other managers have won three European Cups? One. Yeah, that's in it. the modern era where it's such a long slog as well. Mm. And bringing Madrid La Decima well, counts for something as well. But what I would, what I would counter that, that with is that in the modern era, yes, but in the modern era, 
really only three or four teams can win it, and he managed one of those sides. But I don't think that's necessarily well, true well, because we'd have three or four teams winning it, like you know, every season. There's a lot of variation in the winners. It's just pros and cons. Mm, it's pros and cons. Not, not so between, many between modern and, and older. I mean, the, obviously, you get a lot more information about teams now. The facilities wherever you go are very good now in, in the Champions mm. League. So there, there are pros to playing it in modern times. Back in the day, I mean, if you, of course, if you look at when Forest won it back to back, of course they didn't have to play as many games, and it wasn't a group stage and all that other stuff. But it was over two legs. And sometimes they would go away to teams they didn't know anything about. Yeah, yeah. They never knew. What, they didn't even know what facilities they were going to get until they got there. And yeah. Of course, that brings its own problems. So there are pros and cons between Smaller modern worlds as well. Yeah, well, exa- exactly. And and the, not as professional in terms of the athleticism and stuff like that. So it's different. It's difficult to compare. But the point still stands. Ancelotti winning three Champions Leagues as a manager, and I'm pretty sure he won it as a player as well. Is a fantastic he career. side. He would have done. Yeah, he played yeah of course then, he did. Yeah. And that's without mentioning all the league titles he's won in like various different leagues. Mm. Magnificent manager. People, people will list off Mourinho and yeah. till the cows come home. But Ancelotti deserves to be. But do you know? And I think one of the other reasons as well with Ancelotti is Mourinho is obviously great for a quote, and obviously we know him here because he was he's been very successful in England, and he's been brilliant as well, rightly so. Guardiola speaks for himself. Young manager who played who had one of the best sides again possibly the world's ever seen with his Barcelona but Ancelotti just gets on with his business and when uh, other coaches try and wind him up he just brushes it off he's a really yeah. classy well, operator he's above it isn't he's it? above it, it. Not, not that he's trying to appear above it he just is yes <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's got too much on <laughs> he's got loads of stuff to win and he doesn't care and Real Madrid isn't an easy club to manage absolutely yeah. not especially after a character the size of Mourinho indeed and, and yeah, and he had to pick things up there, which was a bit of a funny situation with with certain players being a bit out of sorts. Mourinho, but one thing as well I'd say about Ancelotti is players tend to love playing for Mourinho. However, at Madrid that maybe wasn't the case. Mm. Um, and Guardiola, you know, he had he's had one or two. I mean, spectacular falls out. Ibrahimovic, of course, being the main one. Although I don't really know too much about how Mourinho uh, Guardiola is with with the players. I mean, they seem to like him, but. People who play for Ancelotti love him. Yeah. He he seems mm. to be perhaps the best manager in the world at getting all of those elements right. Tactics, running the club, bringing players in, but also with the, with the relations mm. with the players. Because some managers will let the coaches and all talk to the players a bit mm. more and they, they might be a little bit distant. Ancelotti, look at the way the players came into the press conference after they won the 10th. They started singing around him and he joined in. They were absolutely loving it. Yeah, definitely. There's never any drama, it always seems. It's quite a quiet ship. Yes. Yeah. Um, Majestically going into the night. (laughs) He also gets his things like very good, flowing, attacking football, which is obviously admirable as well. Um, But also, pre Mourinho, Madrid, just an absolute circus. Like every manager that joined, you know, they had probably a season. (laughs) And and in which case, you know, even if they did win things, if it was only the Copa del Rey or whatever, then that wasn't enough and they'd probably be out. But you don't really think of Madrid as being like that now. And obviously, a big part of that is due to Mourinho, but of course, he left, uh, you know, with with bridges burning all around him. (laughs) Ancelotti has again just you just the idea of them sacking him seems crazy now, and Madrid were just known for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, One of their uh, best players, of course, Cristiano Ronaldo. Michel Platini said that he doesn't deserve to win the Ballon d'Or, and it should go to one of Germany's World Cup winning team. Ronaldo in 2014 has scored 51 goals for club and country in 50 matches, winning the Copa del Rey in Champions League. He also won the European Golden Shoe and was the Champions League and La Liga's top goal scorers. Mm. Do you think that's a very pathetic way of Platini trying to shift focus onto international football? Yes. Well, the top three's been announced now, and it's um, <clears throat> Ronaldo, Messi and Neuer. 
Mm. That's the short list. I think so. Neuer looks though like he, he could get it, which would be fair enough. Yeah, he's been just outstanding. But when you read it's that a off very about discipline, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's it is. kind of a, it's well, hard. Which, and as, as you know, many people have said, and, and Luke often says it, an individual award in football always seems mm. a bit of a funny one. Yeah, while we're on the subject, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that um, the last goalkeeper to win the Ballon d'Or was Lev Yashin in '63. Yeah. Wowzers! And uh, Buffon came second in 2006 when they won the World Cup, I believe. Behind Cannavaro, was it? Cannavaro won it in. He did. I yeah. Think. So, so um, it's, it, goalkeepers. Are pretty underrepresented. I, kind of yeah. I think Khan's come third at one point as well. Khan won the golden gloves. So that's for the best. No, he won the golden ball in though in 2002, I think, ahead of Ronaldo in the, for the World Cup. But oh, that was just for mm. the tournament. I mean, if there's oh. one position where you can make an argument for individualism, it's certainly that <laughs> one. So I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Well, that being uh, well, that, yeah, Jim, you, you make an excellent point there. Perhaps the only individual award that's worth anything is is, is, is the golden glove. <laughs> hey. More, hey. power, more power to the glove. Mm. That's what I say. Um, uh, uh, Valencia beat. Uh, no, they didn't. They lost to Barcelona one uh, nil. Um, they cut it fine. Barcelona did. Crazy mm. game. Mm. I mean, so many chances. Ninety fourth minute winner from Busquets. Crazy yeah. that it but took that long to L- get a goal. Luis Suarez had a goal insanely wrongly disallowed. It was so so onside. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, it was a, a strange one. He missed like, a couple of good chances he did, as well because he's been a, he's been misfiring, hasn't it? It's taken him a while. He scored in the Champions League for them, but he's not got a goal in the league yet, and he, he should have had one there. Yeah, and he knew it. And when he missed uh, one of the chances, he's properly head in hands and like couldn't believe it. I like that. <laughs> Reaction from it. Uh, Valencia yeah. have got uh, crest problems, haven't they? They do have talk of some sort of bat related issues. Yeah. Yeah. They do, yeah. They, they do have um, yeah, logo issues. Well, they've been accused by uh, DC Comics for copying the Batman symbol for the club's I've new seen them by, side by side. It's not that like no, it's just, just no. a bat. You don't own bats. No, no. They've, had, they've had a bat on their crest since 1922. Yeah, bats are the 43rd most expensive animal to keep in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying because if they'd been allowed to keep the symbol, which I think they should have been, they could have just put like a bat signal up what at is the this? beginning of every match. Yeah. It would have been great. That, that, that would be, that would that be infringement. Would be. <laughs> yeah, why, why is that a bad thing? Well, oh, I, thought, I thought, Jim, I thought they're actually going quite well, Valencia, this season, but I know they've had their woes in recent seasons. And I thought when, when I heard DC Comics uh, asking Valencia to, you know, to, to take the bat symbol down, I thought, are they trying to get help from elsewhere? Get the big man on the pitch? Yeah, that would mm. be great. Uh, I imagine Batman would be an industrious player. <laughs> yeah. He'd have loads of gadgets, though. He'd be allowed. <laughs> Who's this guy? Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Never heard of him. Yeah. But Batman. <laughs> oh, dear. Let's go to Serie A. There was a, a, a quite sensational Turin derby. Juventus 2, Torino 1. Juve's 25th home win on the bounce, I believe. Yeah. Not, Torino, not Torino unbeaten. Win. Was it the first time Torino scored in that derby since like 2002 or something? Yeah. And what a goal what it was. What a goal it was. Yeah. That was that made. I'll up. wait twelve years, and that's what it's going to yeah. be like. <laughs> yeah, it's um, similar to a goal we were criticising recently, though, where he, he just ran down the pitch. No yeah, one there put was, a challenge. There was, no, there was a lot of kind of like you get him, you go oh, fannies. Yeah, rapido pace. <laughs> Speaking of fannies, <laughs> I, I was half expecting Rod Fanny to appear and to, <laughs> to ruin it, b- block it on the line yeah. or something like he did yeah. with Lucas Moore. Here I am, <laughs> <laughs> Lucas Moore. You're in the crew. You don't even got a kit on. <laughs> that's just what I do. Yeah, it's like he got in sort of position where you'd expect someone to go. Where you, where you got to take on three more players now? You want to get him yeah. in there? He went sod that and yeah. just hammered slide, it. Slide in on and clear it off the line, Rob Fanny, and just go hashtag enemy of football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was Torino newbie Bruno Perez signed from Santos with a ridiculous goal. Ladies and gentlemen, don't, you have to watch that goal. Please don't ever use the word newbie on this show again. Okay, mm. newbie. 
Newbie. Yeah. You know what you've done there. All right. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to attract the goal. You know, that's what you're doing. This no, is sorry. a conversation for after. We're not allowed to talk about bees because Ancelotti DC Comics are working on Bee Man. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brentford will have to change the nickname then. <laughs> yeah. um, Ancelotti wouldn't have conducted his business like that. Sorry. Probably accepted. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he picked up the ball on the edge of his own box and, and stormed down the line. Mm. And if you watch Vidal, who's obviously, I mean, he's not particularly quick but he gets around yeah. Yeah. and he's got the run on him and yeah. the angle and he just Nowhere. he just powers past him and yeah. you can just see Vidal almost running the opposite direction go no I'll just get back into position yeah. <laughs> I know there's a goal coming up yeah. Yeah. I've got to take a kick off in a minute <laughs> yeah. posting in as well which is a nice little athletic touch oh yeah. man and they so nearly got a point from that mm. but the big man Pirlo oh, <laughs> his first goal from open play in two and a half years have some of that football fashion, people. Really? Again, worth the wait. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so, yeah. But that I mean, was a great should, strike. He should be doing better than that. Should he? He's thousands <laughs> of years old, though. That's true, yeah. He's, he's what, 35, 36? Yeah. He popped up there when they needed him, and he scored a lot of goals from set pieces. But all I'm saying is, if you, I'm, not, I'm not trying to... Don't launch, have a go at Pierre. I'm not trying to launch some sort of like football backlash against the guy, because I mean, obviously a good player, and he's amazing what he's oh, achieved I'm in the game. I'm more, and I have controversial opinions. <laughs> well, if, you, if you'll let me have one... Matt Lawrence... It's, what I'm trying to say is if you're a player who can strut the ball that well and you're so important to your team and you're held up as one of the best midfield play, players of the last five years or whatever or the last ten years given that he won the World Cup in 2006 you should be contributing more goals from open play than that yeah because they've been having a shocking time haven't they Juventus he really needs to <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. you can always do more <laughs> winning the league 25th win on the bounce I mean he's got Tevez, Lorente, Vidal who else in yeah. front okay, of him Pogba's in front fine, of him no, I'll, take, I'll take all those points right? I'll take all those points but I really, <laughs> but, but do you think a top midfield player, whatever yep. the whatever the position he plays in the midfield, and we're not talking about like a Michael Carrick type character here. Do, do you think he should be scoring more goals from play than one every two and a half no, but, years? But, no, but, you, well, but it's not one every two and a half years, is it? Because it's, he scored a lot more from open play before then, but he's been contributing goals from set pieces. But he yeah. plays at the, at the. He's on the downward spiral. Lo- 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 <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, it's that lovely sort of half smirk, half. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's, uh, he's 36 and he's on the downward spiral. Fuck me, Nostradamus. Yeah. What? <laughs> Oh, that's a little what forcing. stunning insight. Uh, wait and see what downward spiral I'm on at 36. <laughs> so I'm only 34 as it is. You're like Lawrence and uh, Balotelli, just won't leave the man alone. Yeah. No, I do like him as a player, of course I do. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to say that sometimes you do see... I do like Pirlo no, there is as a certainly, player. <laughs> flippancy aside, there is certainly a cult of the football hipster around Pirlo. You know, sometimes so. you'll, you'll see someone upload like a YouTube video and then someone will share it on Twitter and go, oh, Pirlo, what a legend. And the video will literally just be a good midfield player making passes, which is what a player's <laughs> supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about you know, I'm not trying to detract from his, the, the guy's career, but really, it does go over the top sometimes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, here to well, offer a bit of balance. Lee Catamol scored goals in the last two and a half years, and he's got a great. Was it the start of this season? I've got no beef with Catamol. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous beef. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness um, uh, Roma they stay three points behind Juventus they beat Inter 4-2 great goal from Holibas in that game lovely stuff uh, and Pjanic uh, whacked in a free kick so there was, there was some good happenings there Jovino got on the score sheet mm. um, Jovino played for Ivory Coast uh, the other week in, in West Africa of course for his uh, nation when they were qualifying for the African Cup of Nations he tried to smuggle a woman back on the flight to Italy, according to reports. Mm. This mm. is new, isn't it? Yeah, this is sure, new sure it's fine. I, I cannot endorse that. 
<laughs> Roman... I mean, what we don't know is whether this, like, she was consenting to it. I think she was, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hope, I mean, I snick, hope so. I mean, it's been reported in such a sort of yeah. vague manner. It's like if he's smuggling little tortoises in or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it... when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were massive. Yeah. And I th- oh, yeah, everyone wanted a turtle, yeah. 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 That's oh. why you see them all over London's waterways now. Is that, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, because people, like got, them ages, as, people have got them for pets, and then after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just died a death, everyone was like, I don't want this anymore. It's hard to Flush it down the toilet seat. There's a new movie out, maybe people be... Mm. That's where they live, though. It's the, it's the it's the TV program's fault because then you know. Well, in a similar vein, they I think saw, they live in the sewer. I saw parakeets on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, there's a colony of parakeets yeah. knocking around the southeast. Correct, yeah. the, the tropical southeast of England. Yeah. Do you see them in London quite a lot? Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it was the actual pilot who wouldn't let her on. Everyone, right. everyone else allowed her on, and then the pilot went, "No." Well, no then, everyone else uh, took bribes. Yeah, it's, 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 story yeah, sorry, yeah. it's only the pilot who's going to explain who she is. To be fair, yeah, yeah, but you are even Javino doesn't have to do that. <laughs> you are right when it's when it is said he's tried to smuggle a woman back. I think he's just thought, oh, my, you know, my friend, girlfriend, sister, whoever, whoever it is, wants to uh, wants to come back to Italy. I might as well. It's a private jet. Yeah? Might as well chance my arm. <laughs> I think yeah. that's more what it is. In, I and, hope. Around the in, around the intergame, didn't mm. Mancini pipe up saying he wants to be after me? You've just taken <laughs> yeah. the job. You know, you've been there two weeks. <laughs> really <laughs> odd. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're not getting that job anyway. <laughs> but secondly, you've only just joined another job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you previously left. Yeah. Italian managers are brilliant, aren't they? We're talking about Ancelotti being um, <laughs> just the absolute don and then Mancini chancing his arm. Well, we've got a, an update from Fabio Capello. A Fabio Capello pay dispute update. Okay. From, Has he been paid yet? Vitaly Mutko, the Russian sports minister, has said by the end of the year the situation should be resolved. The debt to Capello should be cleared. Capello's agent <laughs> is so good, he's got the Russian government in his debt. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to respect that. Yeah. You cannot that help but respect something, that. isn't it? <laughs> Who's uh, your main creditor? The Russian government. <laughs> <laughs> How big is your salary? <laughs> I love that. The debt to Capello. Mm. My goodness. wonder if we're still paying off that. Probably yeah, not. probably. Probably the taxpayer. Um, right, before Pete's Misery Voice game, we've got to go to Argentina. We're Racing Club. They beat uh, River Plate a couple of games ago, 1-0 in the Argentinian League. Uh, now, you may remember last April when, uh, uh, in a Bolivian game, there was a, they looked like a ghoulie ghost running along the touchline. Mm. Some strange footage. Or a man. Well, Jim, yeah. let's not jump to conclusions. A pale man. Yeah. Who was very fast <laughs> and running through people. Mm. Um, well, this happened again in that, in, in that match. Uh, the, Could have been the, that Perez guy. Well... Uh, Oh, yeah, could it be? <laughs> um, uh, footage from this match um, saw what people described as a pale ghost sprinting down the touchline. It's worth seeking out because it does yeah. look very odd, this uh, this thing. Um, and the press said the figure was either a phantom or a person. <laughs> I'm going to go... Per- I'm going to chop my lot in with person. Yeah. <laughs> no, but do you not think it's better they, they use the word phantom? Phantom, yeah. it's a good yeah, word. Yeah. This sort of air of... Um, Gravitas to it in some strange way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, indeed. Indeed, very strange. Um, uh, now, uh, uh, playing for Racing Club is Diego Melito. Mm. Oh, coincidence? Mm. He's well. turned up. So it could, it could have been him. <laughs> no, he, he, was, he was on the pitch. Yeah, well, okay. Not in the stands running around. Just trying to offer some solutions. Like a headless phantom. <laughs> didn't, didn't Just call me press... Scully to your lot of Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> didn't um, the press speculate that it was an old um, old Racing striker displeased with current uh, results on the pitch? <laughs> oh, yes, there was some nonsense like that. Well, he wouldn't have been displeased because Racing are pretty much on for the title. Right. Well, what's he doing? Well, I mean, he's celebrating early. Yeah. I mean, legendary strikers generally just patrol the touchline, don't they? Just run up and down, <laughs> nowhere yeah. near the goal. Haunting <laughs> the touchline. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, Diego Melito, he's back. In, uh, he's called the Prince by um, Racing fans. Uh, back at the club where he first started. Now, they won the league when he was there, uh, which was 13 years ago. So he hasn't been at the club for 11 years. So, so 13 years they've been without the trophy. But when he was there... Obviously, he played a big part in them winning the league for the first time in 35 years. So he's gone back from Inter. They won 3-0 on the weekend. And I think, if my calculations are correct, or the Argentinian League's calculations are correct, which should always, be, oh, should always be under scrutiny, Jim, yes. um, uh, they just need to beat Goodoy Cruz, who are 14th at home, to clinch the league, I think. So that, wouldn't that be incredible that he was in the team that won the league for the first time in ages, and off he, he goes off to Europe, and they haven't won the league, and he comes back and... Uh, nice bookends. Nice bookends. Mm. Is, is what I'm talking mm, about. What here. a lovely bookend. What a lovely bookend. Mm. Before we reach this bit of uh, the, the bookend of this bit of the show, there was a recent Masters match between Argentina, uh, Argentina, Argentina and Brazil in northeastern Brazil. Now, the public were promised the likes of Edmilson, Junior, Junior Baiano, Roberto Sensini, Ariel Ortega, but they didn't turn up. So the public were a little bit disappointed. They also were promised Claudio Canigia. They got a Canigia lookalike in the form of Daniel Cordone, who Pete May... He's played for Newcastle. He's played for Newcastle. Yeah, Cordone, sorry. How exciting. He had his hair done up like Canigia. Yeah. I've seen the picture. He, did, he was actually really trying to look like him. Yeah, it yeah. should actually be pointed out that he was trying to pass for him as well. Yes. It wasn't like they knew he was a lookalike. Yeah, yeah, he did his hair up. very clear. He wore his number... And he thought, I'll be Canigia. But the funny thing is, he was a professional footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got to have the skills. Be yourself. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to be able to pass for him, are you? Yeah. But he never played for Argentina, Cordoni. I think that was the point here. But the, the promoter was asked afterwards, was it really Canigia out there? And he went, this is the Canigia, the real Canigia. There is no other Canigia. Stop saying Canigia. It's a phantom Canigia. <laughs> Phantoms all over the South well, America. Canigia just sort of say it was, wasn't me? Because he either gets the money or doesn't get the money. If he's not getting the money, he may as well say that it wasn't him. Yeah. yeah. They Why can't find Canadian? him. We saw Canadian, didn't we? We did, yeah. Wembley. Wembley. Yeah. yeah. Really we weird. No one seemed that bothered. It no, couldn't have been him. It must have been... Him. Actually, that's how he maybe got away with it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Cordoni wouldn't have got past you Yeah, two. exactly. No, we know Canadian. There's <laughs> phantom Canadians popping up all over Terrible, the place. If you it? see a phantom Canadian, get in touch with yeah. us. Show at thefootballramble.com. <laughs> right, now it's time for Pete's Mystery Voice Game. It is indeed time for uh, Pete's Mystery Voice Game. Every single week I chuck a mystery voice at you. Uh, last week um, there was a bit of trouble getting a, a winner. We had to roll it over to the next week. Was that it was, it, I was, I think that was that two weeks ago. Yeah. And last week's one uh, was this um, I don't think we, we played a fantastic game uh, bit of rustiness I think you know it's been a long long break uh, we didn't start the game off very well we created very few chances so uh, a lot of you got involved and uh did they? Uh, GA House 81, Glyn House. Thank you, Glyn. Uh, Callum Aidman. Glyn House? Glyn House. Uh, mm. Callum Aidman, uh, Patrick Sellier, uh, Brett Sterling, Ryan Bayer, uh, Doomy, uh, <laughs> Johnny Gu- Duckworth, uh, Stephen I. Tucker, and Alastair as well. Alastair, I think, got it right within about five minutes of me posting the Whoa. episode, which was incredible. Well, given that the, the, the part of the show comes about 45 minutes in. He skipped straight to that then. He, he properly has. He's ignored properly the whole rest has. of yeah, the show. Exactly. That's the only reason he's listening. A yeah. lot of, uh, lot of uh, wrong answers. Uh, Matty Patterson, not a bad one. Uh, Adam Luarden. Leewon? Uh, Leewon. Uh, Michael Judson, Marco Gabbiadini, no. Uh, a lot of Mark Fish shouts, because uh, he was clearly a South African chap. Uh, Mark Viduka, um, Benny McCarthy, Ija Goodjohnson, mental. Uh, thank you, George, uh, for that one. Well, Mark Viduka's Australian. That's not even in the same continent. No, I know. It's, it's, it's Antip- Antipodean. <laughs> Um, that's, literally, if you're getting them in the same hemisphere, <laughs> and that's it. It's not a good guess. The answer was 
Eric Tinkler. Oh, oh nice. I can't believe anyone got that. There's was, was a couple of people having a go at me on on email, going, "Well, you should just choose a different um, a different uh, player." I think you should shouldn't get one that's so obvious. You should, right? you should have it's replied. Eric Tinkler. Eric Tinkler. Should, Wasn't Eric Tinkler Lovejoy sidekick? Or I yeah. woefully misremembered. Pete, you should have replied, "Oh, I'm the Tinkler man." <laughs> <laughs> He's apparently the uh, current caretaker manager at Orlando Pirates. Thank you to Patrick Sally for that uh, information. There we go. Here's the email. Stephen Itucker says, uh, Also, you might want to look somewhere else other than YouTube. I'll pick a country with more options, given that anyone who recognises an accent can look up foreign Premier League players. And he sent me a link uh, for foreign Premier League players. Did he get it right? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> enemy of the Ram. Enemy number one of the Ram. Yeah. No, he's got to be a friend. And Can he be a friend and also no, an enemy? No, we can take his friendship away. Fairweather <laughs> friend, Stephen Itucker. Thank the sort of Stephen. friend that always slakes you when you're not around. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. yours, Stephen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but thank you for getting involved. This is this week's... Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game. And I like this, this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is... Here it is again. Of course, you can lose a game, but you also can win a game, and I like this this uh, special feeling. If you know who that is, uh, just get in touch. Put the name of the player in the subject line uh, to voice at thefootballramble.com. Great work, Peter. A thing that I don't necessarily have right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they're taunting you every time they email you. Yeah. Now it's time for the highlights of the week with Luke Aaron Moore. Hi, guys. Hello. It's just Hi. me over here with the highlights of the week. And this was by far the most popular post on our Facebook page. Now, for those of you who don't use Facebook or uh, aren't particularly bothered about it, it's an opportunity to like certain comments on the page. If someone writes something you agree with, you yeah. just hit the like button. 53 likes this got. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. From Josh Clark. My heart of the week was Pete paying 53 quid to see Newcastle lose to Understreet West Ham. Something we can all get behind. Yeah. Can Josh Clark have Stephen Itucker's friend of the Rambles? He can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can, yeah. Excellent. Um, oh, um, another more uh, serious, uh, slightly more serious note. Callum Clue says, it was nice to see the cricket bats put out, notably from Adam mm. Federici and Mila Yedena. Yeah. Obviously in honour of uh, the tragic uh, death yeah. of, of Phil yeah, Hughes, the cricketer. Yeah, um, Sad to see. Um, but a touching tribute. Um, Alex James Marshall says, the quality of that banner at the Arsenal game even our banners are middle class <laughs> <laughs> it's beautifully written job, wasn't it? no yeah. wasted bed sheets on yeah. that no grammatical errors or anything no, like nothing. that no. proper um, here we go oh I've actually got I forgot to tell you this earlier this will be a surprise to you three because I forgot to run it past you I've got a Kevin Carruthers update oh, hello, hello. There so you go. for those Good of you who only listened fairly recently Kevin Carruthers is mm. not I his think, real name I think that's pre-Pete isn't it no, 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 Pete no, no, no don't uh, be silly come on Kevin uh, Carruthers <laughs> has played for the Ramble team yeah Kevin Carruthers well don't come on don't give it away okay we never yeah, do the there's team there's going to be a certain amount it. of people who are going to know who that is now Okay. Kevin Carruthers, not his real name, is a man who uh, got a job at a company and somewhere along the line, it, his boss <laughs> thought he was a Spurs fan. But he isn't yes. a Spurs fan, he's a Leeds United fan, but it's gone way too far. Now, he's still, I haven't heard of him for a while, but he, he, told, he emailed me earlier saying he's still working for the same company. <laughs> And he said, I've got... I've got well, actually, and you should also add that he's had trips up to Old Trafford and stuff like that with his manager. Well, if, you, if I was to tell you that the, the message started with, my life has now gone far too deep, <laughs> you'll, know that, you'll know that'd be interesting. He said, my boss is now taking me and my wife skiing to his place in the Alps, and our whole friendship is founded on a Spurs lie. <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> what a week away that will be. Oh, we want an update on this. Mm, this is Donnie Brasco-esque. He also, he also says that another highlight of his week is that um, I believe he, I believe he's a, he's a lawyer and he said, um, I got a response from a opposing solicitor which referred to his client's behaviour this week as, in quotes, just banter. <laughs> I feel we've really jumped the shot with the term banter now. I'd like to blame Soccer AM. It's yeah, criminal absolutely. now. Yeah, it's actually, actually criminal yeah. banter. Actually, criminal, banter. <laughs> criminal banter. One of the, my favourite things to do on, tw- on Twitter is just look at what Richard Key says yeah. and then look at what people reply to him yeah. and a lot of them genuinely just say banter <laughs> whatever he says what people just that reply one, banter like, there was one the other week where um, he, Richard Keyes essentially just made up a story that um, he, he heard that Stephen Gerrard was told on the flight over for Brendan Rodgers that he wasn't playing the Real Madrid game uh, apparently he wasn't very happy and stuff first reply was someone saying he's got a hamstring injury you banter loving cunt <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I don't, I'm not apologising for using the C word, but Richard Keyes. Well, you're quoting someone, aren't you? Let's go back to the uh, the highlights of the week. Uh, Mark Magnuson says Lee Dixon's commentary on Adam Johnson's effort that went just wide of the post was amazing. Mm. It was something to the effect of, unfortunately, the be- the ball fell to his weaker foot. Had he been able to hit it with his left, he may have scored. We all know his left is his stronger foot, but look at his effort with the right foot. It's like he's got a wet fish strapped to the bottom of his leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent bit of punishment. I like that. that. Yeah. Superb. Uh, what else have I got here? Oh, I'm, you can really I'm, visual that the way. I promised you a Phil Brown. Yes, I'm delivering you a Phil oh, Brown. Well, more, more accurately, Jason Burt Darcy is offering you one. No, he says I was at Roots Hall for Southend versus Northampton, and early in the first half, a clearance was shanked high, high up in the air. The ball <laughs> lingered for a moment before eventually coming down flush onto Sir Phil Brown's head, <laughs> knocking, nice. knocking off his flat cap. Everyone in the stadium fell about laughing, apart from the great one himself, who in typical Phil Brown fashion tried to style it out. <laughs> and I'll finish off with this one from Mike Hilton saying, This week I saw a grown man fishing his half and half scarf out of the bin after another grown man wrestled it off him and binned it. <laughs> you know what? I, at the West Ham Newcastle match, I saw someone with a half and half West Ham and Newcastle scarf for yeah. that fixture. Yeah. What that was all about. How many did you buy? <laughs> Actually, I think the highlight of Did the it angers you so <laughs> much you put it in a bin? Is this a link through to your eBay page? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you are watching on Aircast, just click on the link now. Um, uh, I think my highlight was uh, definitely um, we were running late for the match and I ran, uh, we were running, well, walking rather quickly towards the, uh, the, the football match of the weekend and uh, there was this policewoman um, confiscating cans of lager from all the people who had been walking towards it with drinking and that. And, uh, and a lad called uh, Mart, who was at Return of the Mag on Twitter, he shouted, boo. And the policeman went, boo, piss, humbug. <laughs> which, which, <laughs> unprofessional. which is unprofessional. Yeah. But also... Brilliant. Isn't, isn't boo, piss, humbug? It's not a thing. No. Cock, piss, park, piss, park. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Good for her. That's great. My highlight of the week, perhaps, was uh, Spartans progressing in the Scottish Cup. Good for them. Eh? Mm. Good for them. Good go, news all round. Go tell them. Mine was our tour going on sale. Oh! Oh! Hey, what about that? We've announced, and unfortunately, in between the last show, <laughs> s- announced and sold out live shows from Manchester at the uh, National Football Museum, which should be amazing, Edinburgh at the Pleasance One, and the Bloomsbury Theatre in London. Now, with the Bloomsbury Theatre in London, I think at time of recording, there may be literally a handful left. Last time I looked, there was two tickets. Left. So, yeah, get on there if you can. Um, we, the best thing to do in these sort of situations, we will announce more shows, and I think there might be some returns available for the Bloomsbury Theatre show. Yes. We'll keep your posts on that. It's likely. But <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but <laughs> keep it on social media. So Twitter uh, at the Football Ramble, at Football Ramble, Facebook.com forward slash Football Ramble, and the website at Football to get as much information as you can. Unfortunately, they sell very quickly. We don't 
fucking know why. why. Yeah, yeah, but they do. Presumably so, some sort of glitch in the ticketing system. Exactly. Mm. Keep an eye on that website, though, because you may see some returns for the London show if you're that way in class. I also, think, if you're sitting missed out, we are intending to, uh, to do more. Dates no, if you missed out, right, you haven't took, taken my advice. At the end of every show, I say, get us on Twitter and the website. Yeah. Your own fault. We're selling them out. <laughs> Bigger than Buddha. <laughs> um, uh, wow. But seriously, if there are tickets left, then uh, buy them. And seriously, if Buddha's listening. <laughs> go to the website. Kelly does a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Footballram.com, Buddha. She's, she's our Buddha. <laughs> yeah, she is. Indeed. That's it, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the, the Twitter, at Football Ramble. The, the Twitter. Website, the Twitter, mate. The Facebooks. The lot. Uh, say goodbye, Pete. Um, oh, no, do your absolute radio thing. Oh, do thing. me absolute radio yeah, thing, yeah, thank yeah, yeah. you very much. Uh, well, yeah. You put your jumper on, I thought you were about to leave. There's games tomorrow night and Wednesday. Right? Yeah, well, they, they don't have those. <laughs> well, I'm just they, saying, don't, they only have e- weekend ones. People still like football. Yeah, yeah. Different conversation, mate. Shut up, we're off to the potteries for Stoke vs Arsenal. Live and exclusive on Absolute Radio. John Champion and Clark Carlisle in the commentary box with three. And Russ Williams from 1.30 with guests and that. Stoke 2, Arsenal 1. Ooh, big <laughs> chat. Say goodbye, Jim. Fuck off, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Bye from me. Bigger than Buddha. Stop saying that. Bigger than Buddha. <laughs>